The first movement is rather an introduction uh, in nature, and it's really almost as though the violinist is, uh, I suppose, born, if you like, but in a fuzzy sort of projected out into the universe, um, out of a kind of spin of notes. And he's very much, I think, uh, prima centa pares, you know, um, first among equals in that movement, in that, you know, it, it's not so much a soloist standing in front of the orchestra uh, and the orchestra's in the background. Um, he's a sort of leading a, a great wash of sound and um, also often very high in the texture, uh, in the tessitura, you know, right at the top. So in a way, you have to actually know what you're listening for. It's almost like walking into a building and you're supposed to notice a tiny bird up on the very top. But it's actually, once you know it's there, it's very hard, impossible to miss. It's the only thing you notice. Then that movement reaches a point of, it can't go any further and it stops rather violently. We're hearing from one of my musical heroes, the composer, conductor, and pianist, Thomas Addis. He's talking about the violin concerto, Concentric Paths, and we're hearing Anthony Marwood as violin soloist performing alongside the Chamber Orchestra of Europe with Thomas Addis himself conducting. There are so many reasons that I'm inspired by Addis's music. It, it, it's wonderfully complex. It's this incredible synthesis between the head, this, this uh, cerebral complexity, his harmonies, his sense of tonality, all of that, but also with the heart. There is great emotional substance in the music of Addis, and I love what he's saying here about how in this piece, in the first movement, rings from concentric paths, there's this idea of a detail in a ceiling, in a building, and, and you never noticed it. But once you do notice it, you can't stop noticing it. And I think of that kind of as a metaphor for Addis's music in general. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and it really is a huge honor for me to have Thomas Addis on the program today. Again, he is one of my musical heroes. Uh, this idea that, that, that he can compose at the level that he does, uh, also conduct at this huge level, and he's a fantastic pianist. I mean, it really reminds me of a modern-day Leonard Bernstein. There are so few people who combine all of those talents in a really wonderful way. I discovered him when I was still a student in school, the piano quintet, a couple of his string quartets. I, I think they're fantastic. I finally moved on to the orchestra music. And just recently, I heard his new opera at the Met, Exterminating Angel. In fact, I was able to talk with Thomas. It just re really redefined opera for me personally. And I realize that's a huge thing to say, but it's absolutely true. I mean, I was completely blown away. One of those experiences where the whole thing is over and I'm just sitting there in my seat long after it's over. They finally have to ask me to leave. And I'm like, let me just collect my jaw off of the floor. Uh, there's so much happening in that opera in Exterminating Angel, his sense of drama. And again, just musically, it's absolutely fantastic. So it's a great honor to have Thomas Addis as my guest on the program today. We're going to play all of the violin concerto, Concentric Paths. We're going to play a big work for orchestra, a sila. And if we have time, I hope we do, we're going to play a little bit of Tevat, another wonderful orchestral piece. And we've got Thomas here to tell us all about it. So let's hear some more about the Violin Concerto and the inspiration for its three movements. Uh, so then the second movement is the longest of the three. So it's a slight, the shape is uh, uh, unlike the classical concerto, which it resembles in some other ways. Uh, the second movement is where the main, I suppose, argument, as it were, is is a passacaglia in form. Um, the passacaglia 
is uh, in the usual kind of three time of those at uh, the 18th century, 17th, 18th century dance form with a repeated bass. Um, but the way it's notated is in four, and the violin part is often I- against it, so there's a feeling of grinding cogs, if you like, wheels. And halfway through, uh, the harmony turns upside down, so it goes actually from being minor key to being major key. And uh, then there, I suppose there's a sense of resolution at the end of it. It's quite a, uh, it's a serious movement, as you might say. <laughs> it's a slow movement. Then the last movement is, uh, actually, that was the first thing that came to me when I was writing the piece, was the tune uh, at the beginning of the last movement, as if a sort of dance. That's my guest on the program today, composer, pianist, and conductor, Thomas Addis, talking about the music we're about to hear, Concentric Paths, a violin concerto. It's in three movements. We're going to hear rings, paths, and then rounds. Here are Anthony Marwood, violin soloist, to perform with the Chamber Orchestra of Europe, conducted by Thomas Addis.
Thank you.
It's a large work by Thomas Addis. It's called Concentric Paths. It is a violin concerto from 2005, and we heard it all in one listen. It is in three movements, rings, paths, and rounds. 
and Anthony Marwood was the violin soloist, performing alongside the Chamber Orchestra of Europe with the composer himself conducting. It's so fun to be able to play a large work like that in its entirety. I, I feel like uh, with a composer like Thomas Addis, you really want to just dive in. You want to hear the whole thing. And I love this idea that there are all of these details in his music. And once you hear one of those details, if you hear the piece again, you can't not hear it. There's this kind of shimmering quality to his music. There's so much complexity. There's so much movement. There's so many things happening. And I think it takes several listens to get the little details. But again, once you notice them, you can't unnotice them. It is a hallmark of his music in general. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers, and I'm honored today to have as my guest on the program, composer, pianist, and conductor Thomas Addis, really one of the pinnacles of the contemporary music field. To subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or if you'd like to get a playlist of the music that we featured on the program today, you can visit us at relevanttones.com. One of the things in my mind orchestrating a silo or even writing it was the way we are actually now constantly surrounded by hums and uh, whistles all the time, everywhere. If you just sit in a room, you hear the electrics, you hear something. And I was very conscious of this as a modern thing, actually, in a way. Certainly, it's going to be more and more with computers all around us. And I wondered how that would affect our understanding of orchestral space. So that that is is very consciously built into that piece. I remember when I was writing it, that was a thought. So it has that sound. And um, when you are a musician, you you well anybody who loves music who sits down and listens to a piece of music, they are entering a world which you could describe as an imaginary world because it's it's not there. I mean nothing physical except air. But they're in it, and they're, in a sense you could say that they're taking refuge from whatever else is around them, the reality, uh, uh, in the music, as if in a place of refuge, in a place with walls. and um, So it is in that sense an asylum, any piece of music, um, rules that pertain in everyday life uh, may dissolve. So that's... <laughs> I don't know if that's in my piece, but I think um, it was certainly in my mind. We open up the second half of our program today with Thomas Addis, my guest on the program, talking about Asyla. This was a huge work for him, both figuratively and literally. It's a huge work for the orchestra, but it was a big part of his career, too. He was only 26 years old when he wrote it. I mean, can you imagine having a commission for Simon Rattle? <laughs> Absolutely incredible. And then the piece won the Grommeyer Award, which is one of the big awards in our field, and he was the youngest person ever to win it at 29, and it was premiered at the BBC Prom. So this is really the piece that put him on the world stage in so many ways, and I think we would be remiss if we didn't play it. It's also a fabulous piece, and uh, it's fantastic to hear him talk about it and the way that he put it together, and I also think it's an example of what we've been talking about throughout the show, which is this idea of all of these different little details coalescing into this larger whole. There are a lot of different little patterns in the piece. Again, as I say, there's a shimmery quality, if you will, to the music, and, and when you take all of these patterns and you put them together, you get the whole. But as you listen, try to focus on some of those little details. They are uh, quicksilver. They go by so, so quickly. And nonetheless, I think they're an important part of his music. Here is the piece, Asyla, by Thomas Addis. And once again, we'll hear him on the podium leading, in this case, the London Symphony Orchestra. 
That's an important orchestra piece in the output of Thomas Addis. This is really the piece that put him on the map, internationally speaking. It's called Asyla, and it is a large-scale orchestra work originally commissioned by Simon Rattle. Here we have Thomas Addis himself conducting the London Symphony Orchestra, and I chose to play the piece in its entirety. Again, he's, he's written so much music, chamber music, piano music, orchestra music, operas. I mean, just an incredible output for a guy who's only 46 years old. Uh, so it would be very difficult to, to uh, give you a sense of his whole output in, in a one-hour show. And I chose instead to really delve into these longer works. And so we played Asyla in its entirety. And wow, I just think it's such a fantastic piece. This is one of my favorite pieces of Thomas Addis. And again, it's such a pleasure and honor to have him as a guest on the program. We do have just a few minutes left, so I'm going to give you just a, a hint of Tevat, a little bit of it. And here is Thomas to tell you about the wonderful inspiration for this music. I discovered, I was told that I, you know, I was looking for a title for this piece, and I said, I, I suppose one step forwards from Asyla, the work of music is a place of refuge, and this one, I suppose I'm then slightly pulling back the camera and saying, refuge from what? And uh, so tevot is um, a very useful word in Hebrew. Um, teva is a vessel. It would also refer to the Ark as in Noah's Ark and the Ark of the Covenant. Um, but it also is the modern word for bar of music. So Tevot is bars, measures of music. And um, it's, uh, that's what the piece is made of. It's an excerpt of Tevat, music inspired by a Hebrew word. We heard Thomas Addis, the composer, talking about his inspiration for that music. 
Really, really wonderful orchestra music, if I may just uh, become subjective <laughs> for a moment, highly subjective. I, I'm such a fan of this composer. It has been a treat after all these years of doing Relevant Tones to get him on the program as a guest and, and to chat with him in depth about his music and to feature uh, a small sample of his output. And again, you can go to Relevant Tones to find more. We heard the Berlin Philharmonic performing Tevat. The conductor was Sir Simon Rattle. And there is so much more music by Thomas Addis out there operas. He has an incredible sense of drama. He really redefined opera for me with uh, Exterminating Angel. Uh, I mean, that that's not a small thing to say, but, but it's absolutely true. And chamber music, uh, his string quartets, I think, are among the best being written. We're always talking about who is the next string quartet master. We go from Haydn to Beethoven to Bartok. Well, I would make a case that it's Thomas Addis. I really think that he's pushing the quartet into new boundaries. I also want to give a special thanks to our audio engineer in L.A. who made our interview with Thomas Addis possible and that is Deirdre Kennedy. So thanks so much. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinglis. Heather McDougall is the project manager, and the executive producer is Tony Macaluso. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bostead from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.